So, what is it? So, what is it? So, what is it? The Red Wolf Podcast! Hi, welcome to our wrap-up episode for Series 3 of So What Is It? A Red Dwarf podcast. Um, yeah, we've all enjoyed Series 3, I think. And we're going to start straight off with our rankings. Actually, I suppose we should say hello as it's another episode, shouldn't we? Yes, it's always very, that it's would, very, yes, that would be nice. It's difficult when you record two episodes in an evening. You forget to say hello. So hello from me, Matthew. <laughs> hello from me, Matt. Hello from me, Matty. And hello from me, Dan. That's a new one. We haven't done that before. <laughs> Well, we, we usually say hello. It's just how we say hello, I suppose. But yeah, series three, it, it's, it's been a corker. But I've got our rankings here. You've all sent me your rankings and I've done the tally. Interesting reading. Interesting reading. Now, two of us in this podcast ranked the episodes exactly the same, which oh. hasn't happened before. We've been close, Ooh. but that hasn't happened. And that was me and you, Matt. We, we put exactly the same order. Well, you know what they say, great great minds think alike, great minds think alike. They also say coincidence is quite a powerful thing, I suppose. Yes, but, they, they do, they do. And there's only, I mean, it was bound to happen maybe at one point. But here we go. At one um, point. Now, sadly, uh, at, the, at the very bottom of the pile, we, we've got um, Body Swap. That's ended up at the bottom of our pile. Mm. Um, with only seven points out of a possible 24. Oh. Um, but I think we've all said to each other off, recording or maybe on recording that you know on the whole we thought they were all good and this was a tough ranking experience wasn't it it was hard to uh yeah. to we didn't want to give anything low points but that's just the way it worked yeah it was the most difficult ranking out of, out of the three series it was really difficult yeah, I, I, mean, I, but... put, I put body swap last but i would certainly describe it as my least favorite it wasn't worst I couldn't describe it as worst. It wasn't my favourite of six strong episodes. It was a really good season. Yeah. So, so with um, with only seven points, obviously we all put it quite low down. Next on the list um, was backwards, really, which is sort of, sort of a surprise to me in a way. Although I mm. put that as my least favourite. Coming into the series, you know, that's it's bit, it was a standout episode in so many ways. I think. So for it to be low down is in in a way a surprise. Matty, you already enjoyed that one, didn't you? I did. I did actually enjoy that one because I think I put that one like second on my list. Yeah, I think it was second. I mean, again, not to say I didn't enjoy it. I do really like it. But um, but yeah, it's quite high up on your list. So yeah, yeah. I mean, that's good. But but then again, on a first watch, that novelty value of everything being backwards makes a possibly a bigger impression, doesn't it? Than if you've seen it for thirty years. Yeah, it's very true. Um, which is. Fair enough, you know. But um, another thing I was going to say is, well, do you think watching an episode multiple times, different types of humour wear off quicker? Yes, And I think definitely yeah. a first viewing will have a very different effect to you guys watching it and me watching it. Well, I think that's true of humour, of any drama, of any story, really, doesn't it, really? Because yeah, absolutely. Because a surprise element of anything is going to wear off if you, know, if you don't know what's going to happen in mm. a story. That's a different effect than if you already know. Sometimes it can improve it, sometimes mm. not. But yeah, yeah, definitely a, a surprise joke for a lot of these things. Yeah, it's like I was saying, you know, what episode was it? I think it was, um, I said I went back to it and I was giggling more the second time making notes after however many years of watching it. So yeah, some of these things do shine through. Mm. But moving on, uh, it starts to get a little bit closer now. 
Uh, so last day uh, came third uh, from the bottom uh, with 12 points. So a good half marks there, really. So that's about right, isn't it? And then it does get very close now. Um, 18 points, time slides. Oh. Um, yeah. And oh. and then we have a joint top with Marooned and Polymorph. Um, oh, 19 God. points apiece. 19 points apiece. Uh -huh. So um, pretty close. So this was my dichotomy, actually. I would have said coming in that Marooned was my favorite episode. And in my ranking this time around, after our discussion over these six weeks, I, I put Polymorph up at the top. Um, which was sort of a surprise to me, really. But I thought honestly about it. I thought I actually enjoyed that one the most this time round. Although Marooned, I think, has often been what I said my favourite was. Yeah, I think I enjoyed Polymorph the most this time round. Let's just go to Dan as someone who's yeah, cool. also watched this a lot over the years. Did your feelings change at all this time round, or do you think? I think there is. You know, there are jokes. There are joke I particularly had this in, in the first couple of series, but it's still in effect here. There are jokes I'm waiting for. It'll be like, you know, the episode will start, be like, oh, oh, I remember what happens in this one. And to an extent, I'm sort of waiting for that joke. And I and I I, I will laugh along at it because I was I was looking forward to it. And and perhaps on the first watching, I I, I miss some stuff. So I, I do watch it again and I do get something different from it. But there are probably jokes that the first time I watched it. And if I hadn't watched it for a long, long time, would grab me, and I'd still get that surprise joke, that that really clever line. But some of the really clever lines are the ones that I've stuck in my head, and I, I remember really fondly. So, absolutely, I'm getting something different from it from Matty. But I guess on the basis I did first see it when when, when I hadn't seen a lot of those other things that you that you talked about, Matty, and that you obviously have seen before you came to this. Mm. Um, I probably can put myself back in that place um, and and watch it as it was you know late 80s 89 i think this series three was um and and enjoy it and not and be able to more easily sort of um you know ignore the other stuff that yeah. i have in the seen so i uh, you know i i had marooned as my favorite episode in my in my rankings uh, i think it really really stood up it was a it was a wonderful wonderful two-hander but look uh, there were episodes that far better portrayed one of the things that we talked about for this series which is the whole crew and this was not that episode this was not that episode i enjoyed that maroons the most as i said but there were other episodes and polymorph was a good one where we meet the whole crew's involved everyone's chipping in and they're not just popping up for their line you know we, we talked a bit we, and we might do it some more about holly but but um you know and not having a tremendous amount to do uh, thus far, as as a new Holly, but no, I I I I can't argue with any of those rankings because I like them all. I just liked some more. And before I go go to you, Matt, I just wanted to follow up on what Dan was saying there, because interestingly, as I've said a few times, one of the things I love about Red Dwarf is the the story element and the theme element we get from it when we're chatting about it. Polymorph didn't have much of a theme compared to everything else but yeah i've put that at the top of my rankings because i felt it was the funniest overall i think uh, but yeah that's that's a little quirk there surprisingly i really deliberated over these episodes i really didn't want to give um, one of them as my sort of effectively sixth place because i don't want to call it my least favorite because um 
I know you guys, especially Dan has been sort of saved, you know, that mythical um, series three where things really start to kind of like kick in and ramp up. And But it was right. There wasn't a bad episode. It wasn't a duff episode um, amongst all of them. And it, it was really difficult. I mean, yes, I, I will totally uh, agree with what, with what Matt just said as well about the, um, the, the episodes that do have a sort of moralistic sort of theme going through it. And especially that was really prevalent in marooned and i actually have to say from whereas rimmer has always been by far my least character my least favorite character rimmer had some absolutely fantastic moments this series he was so lovely we're in marooned when i'm not enjoying this mate you know uh to mm. now that was it was really really tugging on your heartstrings even though you kind of know what's going to happen but I, I actually have to say my favorite my favorite moment of the entire series has got to be um rimmer as his sort of as mellow rimmer in 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 polymorph when he's had his um <laughs> his emotion taken away and he's being all sort of right on and give Keisha a chance and the, the leaflet campaign i loved that so much and it's just been a really 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 pleasing bunch of episodes it really has been yeah it's a good way to describe that that, yeah, mm. that they've all been really enjoyable matty you're the noob oh i haven't said that for a couple of episodes <laughs> um <laughs> drink <laughs> um what's, what's your impression what's your impression then i mean in the way you ranked i mean obviously it wouldn't be a surprise to you because they were they were all new i suppose so mm. that you just took them as they came yeah i can completely and utterly understand because i remember going through the episodes i remember polymorph coming out incredibly well i mean i can i can say what my number one was because my number one was um time slides which is probably an interesting choice but i think to me if you remember that was the episode i said this one was just fantastic yeah you loved it coming into yeah, it yeah. yeah 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 and i did i genuinely love um i would say definitely they were all very good every episode of this was good don't get me wrong i won't say there was a duff or a bad episode in any of it yeah, you could see a massive difference. Obviously, between season one and two, and then three, we're going into is a whole other ball game. And um, yeah, I, it was just a really good series. It was well rounded, well put together, and that's pretty much what I would think. We always talk about the flaws each episode, but that's mm -hmm. because we're analysing it and getting picky. And uh, a lot of those flaws, I don't mind really. A couple, I, I wish they would have done differently, but I don't mind them on the whole. Now I've got a question for you. I'm going to go to Dan first again on this. Do you think there are better episodes from series one or two than any of the episodes in this series? That's a good question. Oh. I, I, on the basis that from the three series we've watched so far, I probably put Queeg still in my top three. I've got mm. to say yes. Um, I. I, I don't think I can pull an episode from season one, series one, no. uh, and and put it above what was in series three. If I'm totally honest, I think series three, um, series three has moved it moved it forwards really, really well. I I always remembered, and and, and Matt mentioned this. You know, I I said right at the top of all of this, you know, oh, I'm looking. For, I, I'm in, look, I'm enjoying this, but I'm looking forward to series three. It's one of the ones that I remember. It was the first one I watched, all the way through as it came out, and you know woke up excited the next morning to go to school and talk about it. it it's very much part of my of my makeup it, good question off the top of my head only Queeg jumps out but if i thought about it i might be able to nudge one else out but yeah there, there might be a bit of wriggle in there somewhere but definitely i imagine 
four out of the six of these at the very least would easily be above them. Do you think, Matt? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, no, the seriously, there there is there is no other way to say that. I'm not going to kind of give a load of flim flam. Yeah, definitely. Well, luckily, Matty, there's no bad episode from this point. So, so I think hopefully you'll be pleasantly not surprised because I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> right. Okay. okay. Uh, continue to join, uh, enjoy things as we go forward to to series four. And you know, we, some of us know what's coming up. There are there's good stuff coming up still. There's good yeah. stuff coming up. In all seriousness, how it will uh, even out and rank out. Uh, in the long term uh, personally i know there's some great stuff coming up i don't want to influence it but there's some great <laughs> stuff coming up guys <laughs> there you go the only thing the only thing that was sort of sad was the underuse of holly uh, across yeah. across all of the episodes i love hattie hayridge i think she's brilliant and she's done there's been a lot of um really great touches that she's that she's done i do miss uh, norman lovett and it's, you know, there is a Norman Lovett-shaped hole running through these episodes, but... He's gone, she... buddy. I know. <laughs> gone, buddy! But... Oh, thank you. I was hoping somebody would say that nice and quickly. <laughs> um, she's really good. She's a really good, I, I'd say, a bit more physically with, the, you know, her face pulling and the facial expressions. Just want a lot more of that. Mm. And if they, you know, they can cramp more into it, then... Um, yeah, and it, of course we have we have better. we have touched on this um, in yeah, previous episodes, so we don't want to repeat ourselves too much. I mean, I do think. Um, no, no, I'm not saying you don't say it now. I'm just, I'm just saying <laughs> it's, it's something we've we've talked about, isn't it? Um, but here's one. That, go on, Matty. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, but here's one question, right? A bit of a would you rather question. Would you <laughs> rather keep Norman Lovett throughout all the series, or lose Crichton? I, I think ultimately Crichton is. An important ingredient more i mean this this, this is what i'm saying this is what we've talked about isn't it the the addition of Crichton is really important and he's a mobile version of the stuff that holly did and and mm. or does and although we love norman love it I, I i guess that they must have been finding it limiting i think it must have must be it really yeah i, I, I think, think the cold the cold hard facts was is that norman lovett didn't want to do it anymore no, but the uh, character it, can still be there. Yeah, they, they, didn't, exactly. they didn't have to introduce Crichton. They could still have the character. But even in series two, we commented a lot on, oh, he's in the TV and he's in the watch and all that business. Mm -hmm. You know, um, yeah, it must must have been limiting. Fun mm. Fundamentally, whether, you know, I, I don't know how far down the production process in terms of writing the scripts, for example, they were when it became apparent that they didn't have Norman Lovett. So in bringing Crichton in and scripting Crichton in as a, as a, as a full-time character, um, had Norman Lovett's Holly already in the script been, been, ready, been about to take a bit of a back seat? In which case, I would say that given, given what Hattie Hayridge had to work with, I think she did brilliantly. And oh, yeah, think, yeah, she did. Not, not you, you, I mean, Matt, you talked about the, your facial expressions. Norman Lovett had deadpan and eye roll. With both mm -hmm. of which he was incredibly good at. Yeah, um, Hattie Hayridge has got a little bit more facial range, um, yeah. and she's but she's not had much to work with. I mean, you know, if if we're going to come on to what you're looking forward to season four, a bit more Holly, thanks would be my would be my anticipation because you know yeah. we've we've got to we've got to really 
you know, know and love the members of the crew. This, you know, last episode, season three, we really got to know lots more about about Crichton. Really, the, the the question marks are, you know, let's let's have a bit more Holly if if that's what they want to do. Then they'd certainly scope to 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 give Hattie Hayridge more opportunity to shine because I think we all think that she can do it because the time she's been given some lines, some good lines, she's she's really really delivered on them. So, in answer to your question, Matty, I would, um, you know, there is there is if there's if there's a right answer, I'm going to say I would rather keep Crichton. Fair enough. Robert Llewellyn form, certainly. It, I mean, it's quite interesting. In my head, uh, it has been a surprise how little Holly mm. has done, even though I've watched these loads of times. Um, it sort of like I felt the presence was more, and I guess that's why it's been the biggest disappointment in a way. I mean, it's, it's hard to say disappointment because I've enjoyed all the episodes so much, and we've said they're great. So, in a way, it's not the wrong thing, is it? Because they've all no, been no. pretty good episodes. Yeah, they have. So, yeah. yeah, it's just a thing we notice, obviously, especially looking at them so closely. But what about the other characters? How we go? I mean, we we have just recently talked about Crichton because of the last episode being focused on Crichton. I think, Matty, you went into it quite a lot on that episode, didn't we? we we've seen a development of Crichton. Um, yeah. Let's not have me bang on too much. Matt, Crichton, yes. across the series, feelings. <laughs> I hadn't realised that the voice was as strange as, as it was until watching the, those episodes really closely and, and thought, hang on, that's not right. And I thought, oh, maybe it's just me, but that's always how he sounded. And then you guys mentioned it in the, the episodes, he hasn't quite got the voice right yet. Then I think it was Marooned, he basically didn't really do anything. Polymorph more so and... Rude Crichton was, was was very amusing, as was Drunk Crichton amusing in the Last Day episode. Yeah, the only two, I would say, episodes really, really highlighted Crichton for me, um, apart from High Five with Cat in... Um, that was also in... That was Polymorph. Um, that, was Polymorph. that was in Polymorph as well, wasn't it? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think the, the, uh, we all agree with that. No one's shaking their heads anyway. So um, as you said that, we'll, let's have a quick chat about the cat. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off the cat. I mean, I, I love the cat in this series. I think he's really found his form. We've moved away from the slightly isolated, selfish cat, although he was moving away from that a lot in series two. And I think pretty much all his stuff he does is really good, apart from the one or two occasions, end of polymorph perhaps, he gets underserved. And then, as I said last episode, in the drunken party, possibly he didn't get enough. But Aside from that, most of the stuff he does, I think he's really settled in. Yes, he's always a secondary character, not a, a secondary character that we don't notice, but but yeah, I think he's at a really great level. He's stupid, but he's cool. He goes on about his clothes. He insults people. I think that's great. Matty, how how do you get on with the, the cat this series? Because again, harking back to our first series, uh, back then like you said, mm, not too keen on the cat. How do you feel about him now? The cat now doesn't feel like, oh, it's good that he's in it now. The cat just feels completely one of the crew. I feel like he feels just as vital and just as important as Rimmer or Lister or, or Holly. Uh, he's genuinely just a sore crying. It's like a solid part of it now. I can't imagine... I, before, I remember saying as well that I could imagine not making much of a difference if he wasn't in there, whereas yeah, now yeah. that has completely flipped. Now I think if he wasn't in there, it wouldn't be the same. So completely yeah. flipped, and I know mass fan really like the character. I love the way, in a way, he 
he has kind of really you can see he's really settled into the character and i think also you can see with a lot of actors when you watch something when they and where they are enjoying playing a role and when you watch him he looks like he is enjoying playing that role he has fully taken on that role and chucked himself into it and is enjoying it. And I think that comes across really obviously with with the cat. Well, he's a showman. He gets great costumes, doesn't he, the cat, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, a, what a great part. Here's your costume this week. Brilliant. Yeah. I'm going to look good. <laughs> Dan, how do you feel? Uh, much the same. No, I think Danny John Jules is, is, is really performing the cat really very, very well. And I think that the character of the cat is 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 great for everybody but i think particularly for lister i think lister's now got a buddy so he doesn't yeah. have to put up with rimmer quite so much they still wind each other up that's still the central one of the central premises of it uh, and it allows crichton it's allowed crichton the space to to grow as crichton without having to be you know he, he's had some episodes where he's done some stuff with lister um but thinking back to when you know rimmer selfishly obviously uh was teaching him to fly or giving him a flying test so he could fly him around in Starbug. So having Cat there has, has been a, a really good foil for, for, for Lister and has let him, let him grow. So I think character and characterization, excellent. And some great lines and, yes, brilliant costumes. I mean, it's one of the things I, we said back in um, Backwards was the, the ability to pair them up. It'd be interesting to see how they've paired up across the episodes, if indeed they have paired up definitely uh, you're right Lister has someone to speak to when he needs to I mean there's been two occasions off the top of my head I can think of when he's playing Scrabble obviously as um, just as good at that moment and uh, uh-huh. obviously making making the dinner as well in Polymorph there's two moments where the cat yeah. pairs up and of course in backwards as well so definitely a few moments yeah. and, in, um, and in time slides when um, he's playing the Sabutio golf game and he's talking about their um Oh, being sick of it, yeah. Unicycle yeah. unic- polo, and um, I would actually, you know, Cat's quite good, quite a good laugh, really, quite good fun, and, and I think, you know, he's got a lot of sort of like childlike qualities and likes to play games and stuff. I would quite like to, you know, <laughs> what's the 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 Jurex the Jurex games, Jurex volleyball, Jurex volleyball, <laughs> you know, and I think that'd be quite funny, you know, playing. Play... <laughs> oh, yeah, he's had some, he's had some great lines overall. Uh, now, our sort of lead duo, Lister and Rimmer, I don't know how much we've actually got to say about them because we talk about them a lot. I know we've said it lots of times about Craig Charles settling in and, and being really good now. I, I think he's been fantastic this series, personally. He's been the real star that we haven't had in Series 1 and 2, as good as he was in Series 1 and 2 and as fun as it is. Uh, he's, I think he's pretty much stand out in this series. He's, he's, he's up to the level he should be. I think, I think we just all agree with that, really, because it's, yeah, absolutely, I completely agree with you. It's, I think this definitely has grown. I think it was basically obvious to me, I think it was it was very strange watching Series 1 and 2 and seeing, especially in the first few episodes of Series 1, that he, he didn't look comfortable and, and he seemed to be becoming more comfortable. Now he's just like the Lister that I remember, the really likeable, hapless sort of poet that he is, you know, and 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 there's not been that much uh, been that much singing. There's he's, they've had the <laughs> "She's Out of My Life" moment, but there's been none of none of the awful ingling songs and whatever. Yeah, um, so. um, I, he didn't sing that, but we had <laughs> we had a bit of um. We did. 
But yeah, I mean, Rimmer, again, Rimmer and Chris Barry, he's settled as well. He was always possibly the, the funny guy in it. And that's the that's one of the differences for me. I don't know if you agree. I feel that so Lister has had more funny this series, which has brought it up, really. I, I think if we look back over series one and two, I wouldn't say he's the straight guy, but he had less of the funny lines, funny, funny lines. I think that might be right. I think that, um, you know, they they probably leaned on the fact that Chris Barry was the consummate performer, consummate professional, could do almost anything and, and did brilliantly. And yeah, now they've now they can they can do more with with Craig Charles. I mean, look, I mean, you know, when he first started, he was a he was a he was a beat poet. He was a committed by by series three. The guy's an actor. He's good at it too. Yeah. Uh, and Chris Barry is still, you know, uh, is still absolutely brilliant and has some wonderful moments. You know, Matt Matt reminded us of the of, of you know hippie or you know emo, you know angerless Rimmer. Was oh, just, just none of yeah, the rest could have quite delivered that in the way that he did. It was absolutely cracking. Um, but more broadly on on Rimmer, you know, he's. We're not supposed to like Rimmer the person, but I think we can all agree we love Rimmer the character. He yeah. is, and and Chris Barry does him brilliantly. Aww. So yeah, we've we've gone through all the characters there. Um, I'm not sure there's too much more now to say. I mean, looking, I mean, with the first series and second series, I think there's definitely things to look forward to. And I've I've made the joke already about you know it, it you know not a bad episode. I'm sure things will change and we'll see things that develop but it does feel like they've hit where they want to be now so there'll probably be more of the same more, a bit more development will... and comfort comfort and stuff um but yeah go on matt one thing i will say this is um slightly momentous for matty because this we've just finished completed series three this is the last episode that would have been on before matty was born so then oh, wow. the next episode is in Matt's it's in Matt's lifetime. There we go. So we're saying good, we're saying goodbye to the eighties because that's the last episode of um of I think it was the end of nineteen eighty nine that was on. And we were now we were moving into the nineties. Matt's lifetime. <laughs> Yay. That's what changed about the nineties, really. That's what really kicked it off, isn't it? Well, no, a child was born, and episode and series four of Red Dwarf was produced. <laughs> oh dear! Uh, unfortunately, obviously, uh, there being a zero at the end of the year doesn't necessarily change the technology that much. But we'll see how it looks when we get to it. Anyone got any more burning things they want to say now? Wrap up about the series. No. Well, I think it's, it's good to say at this point we are thoroughly enjoying it and, and hopefully looking forward to carrying on with this process. I hope we've still got everyone on board and everyone listening is enjoying it too. And hopefully watching it and listening to us is a nice thing to do. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Literally got nothing else to do. <laughs> what should I do today? Oh, I might as well listen to what is it? Yeah. Lockdown number 17. I may as well watch them blokes talk about Red Dwarf. <laughs> okay well we'll probably we should finish off now and this is the bit where people might turn off or not who knows let's move on to our quiz 
So now it's time for our uh, regular quiz. Well, it's the third time we've done it, but that's pretty regular, isn't it? So Yay. a quiz about Series 3. Are you ready, guys, for this? Oh, 100%. Dun, yeah, yeah, dun, 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 dun. Now, I, I've, um, I, I think I've made it easier, but I did say that last time it's been pointed out to me. Um, although you did do better. Matt, you won last series. Yay! I did, I did. Woo! You're still basking in that glory. Dan, you did come in last place. So you're going to get first question this time. I'm going to, same rules apply. So any um, bonus episodes are going to go to the next person. So if Dan, it will then go to Matty and then to Matt and, and so on. So well, anyway. I've been asked the first time and, and I think I benefited from mopping up other people's and, and having the extra thinking time. So I think there's a bonus to going last as it happens. Possibly, mm, possibly. Well, if just... I don't win, then that's why. It could just be my mismatched questions, really, because I definitely gave you the harder questions first time around, Dan, I thought. Anyway, question one from backwards. Dan, what hasn't the cat done in a week? Curled his leg hairs. Oh, correct, correct. Only as an aid to the natural curl, Obvious. of course. Yes. <laughs> perm. It is permed his legs hairs, yes, but I will give you the curl. Sorry, <laughs> well done, Matt, for remembering the actual quote. Matty, God. What, what is the name of Rimmer? And Crichton's act. Oh, it was the because oh, it was them basically performing normally. Um, oh, what was it? What was it? Was it like the Forward Men or it was something like that? It was the Forward Men. Are you <laughs> a Forward Man? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was something. I was something like that. Um, I know what it was, but I don't know what the act was called. Well, you don't actually know what it was because you haven't got the right answer. Yeah. So, <laughs> Matt. Oh no, it goes to Dan first, doesn't it? Does it? Well, I know the answer, so I'm happy if oh, you do. I think it, yeah. So do I. Well, oh. it is going to go to Dan first, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm having been confident. I believe they were called the Reverse Brothers. Yes, they were. They were. I remember the that. Brothers. Um, I mean, I'm up for the Sensation Reverse Brothers, but I suppose that's just an adjective rather than the actual title. But, uh, okay, Dan's burst into an early lead. Matt, what was it that started the barroom brawl? in backwards no i can't remember i can't sorry dan can you remember what it was for a, a three nil lead in the first round <laughs> um did uh, lister and cat eat the man's pie and drink his drink um matty if you can elaborate on that i might give you the point i can't that's a problem <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not going to give it to you dan i'm not going to give it to you because they they unate his pie which is a distinct I, I can't difference. argue that's that's obviously what happened yeah, yeah, the unated <laughs> pie. This isn't in any way to make it look like it's more exciting and more even because Dan's just going to beat us all in any way. <laughs> I may have peaked. <laughs> okay, on to episode two, Marooned. That was Dan's question. <laughs> Aren't they all so far? <laughs> okay, can you name the two dates that Rimmer uses instead of May Day? Ascension Sunday and... Oh, is it 13th Sunday after Pentecost or something along those lines? What you can't Ooh. see is Matt now in the webcam is waving his hands in the air. <laughs> Matt, I, can, can you, uh, have you got something to say, Matt? Um, don't you have to go to Matty first, to be fair? Well, to be fair, I do, but I, I wasn't being fair. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right then. Go for it. Thank you very much. It's 15th, Sunday, 15th Wednesday after Pentecost. Oh, damn it. 15th Wednesday after Pentecost. Um, I'm going to give you half a point each, all right? Is that Thank fair? Thank you. I think that is fair. Mm, very fair. <laughs> it could, shame shame could it didn't go to me because I would have got it, but okay. 
<laughs> right, let's see if we can get your question instead. Well, I thought I, I thought it'd been a bit unfair because Matt hasn't had any of the bonus questions so far. Mm. <laughs> okay, uh, Matty, which book is it that Lister saves a page from when he's burning the books? I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I know okay, I can picture the scene and everything. I'm remembering the scene, but I don't know it well enough. I'm sure I did this differently last time. I'm going to go to Dan because that's what I've started doing. But <laughs> I. <sighs> Would I not know. recommend my conflict. I think it's Lolita, but I'm probably wrong. It is Lolita. It is Lolita. <laughs> it is Lolita. Keeping with the theme about bar and brawls, what was the rumour that Rimmer voiced about McWilliams? Oh, no. Uh, no idea. No idea. Don't even bother going to me. <laughs> Dan? That he was sexually predisposed to the dead. <laughs> I would have preferred the proper quote, but I'm going to give it to you. Was that was that why we took? Was that why necrophilia was mentioned? Was yeah, mentioned. What was the actual quote then? I don't remember mentioning necrophilia apart from saying about this sexually tilted in favour of sleeping with the dead. Well, <laughs> no, I no you because tilted that what got it for me. Okay, Dan mentioned necrophilia, and I went, oh, I need to uh, say one of my kind of random confessions, and you all went, oh my god, about necrophilia, oh, and I was right. like, yeah, no. Yeah. And it wasn't. <laughs> okay, it's going well for all the people who, whose names begin with M. Uh, Dan, what does the uh, what does the acronym clitoris stand for? <laughs> the campaign. Oh, I was, was, was going to give you a time limit on this one, so get on with it. <laughs> the campaign for the liberation and... <sighs> so I can't remember the I. Terrified. Uh, no, I forgot. It's gone. It's gone. And Matt's waving, so Matt, I think Matt's got stuff written down here in prep. <laughs> no, I re I remember it. I remember it. Matt, do you want to go to Matty first, or do you want? I'll, I'll give Matty a chance to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean the committee of the liberation and integration of terrifying organisms and rehabilitation into society? Yeah, because you weren't reading that one <laughs> little bit. <laughs> and the thing is, is that he, he he couldn't say integration correctly either. <laughs> The Committee for the Liberation and Integration of Terrifying Organisms and Rehabilitation into Society. Right. Or you both got clitoris. it wrong. You're both reading, whereas I legitimately <laughs> got it wrong. Alexa, How many it. times have you seen it? Hmm? <laughs> this is true. But I will give Matty a point, as he is lacking so far. <laughs> Alexa, you screwed me over. <laughs> did you just say to Alexa? Did you just say to Alexa, "What does clitoris stand for"? <laughs> okay, Matty, your question: What is written on Rimmer's T-shirt? Cool. <gasps> uh, oh my god, I know this. Um, um. Well, we talked about it as well, but I ain't got a clue. I'm doing terrible. I was feeling more confident about this quiz as well. I, I, I thought I'd give you the easier question here. Yeah, so do I. It's, also, uh, it's an easier question. Sticking with the system, Dan. <laughs> was it give Keisha a chance? It, it was give yes, Keisha a chance. Of course it was. It was. It was. I am noting that all the ones you're guessing, <laughs> Matt does seem to know. <laughs> Come on, Matt. Here's a point for you. You're going to get this one. You're, you're going to actually get your question correct. Or oh, it's harder, actually. What did Rimmer's mum think might happen? when Lister made love to her. I'll give you the start of the quote if you want. Yes, please. I, I honestly thought my... Oh, no. I... 
I was I was going to say the things this man could do with alphabetic spaghetti, but <laughs> I, no, if it's no, that's not the right quote. Dan, what what did Rimmer's mum think might happen to her when Lister made love? Did she think her false teeth were going to fall out? Correct. Well done, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, love it, love it. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's like the pistons in a. Um, right. <laughs> okay, damn body swap. What was it that Lister has had for supper? Oh, in body swap. Um, I can't remember. I'm going to pass it. Sorry, Matty. He orders. I. Oh, he orders. Is he? Oh, does he order like? Oh, is it like a soup or something like that? No, wrong. My go. He orders. <laughs> Milkshake and a crispy bar. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's what he orders. This is not what I'm talking about. This is when they're in their bunks. Uh, Rimmer's complaining about what he's had for supper. Oh. So I'll give you a second. Oh, bite, yes, sorry. of course. It's, um, oh, God, because I remember it made me feel really sick. Was it it's like a Kipper Vindaloo or something like that? That's right. Kipper's Vindaloo. <laughs> Kipper's Vindaloo. Well done. Delicious. That's another Nasty. one. The, uh, Nothing wrong with Kipper's Vindaloo. So what is it? Recipe book coming to a bookshop near you for next Christmas. <laughs> Matty, on the same sort of subject, I'm going to give you the start of a quote. I want you to finish it for me. Okay. You don't sweat sweat. You sweat. Mm. Uh, da, 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 you don't <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to have half a bloody point for this quiz. Yeah, go on. <laughs> no, no, you've already got one point. You're doing really well. Oh, okay, Dan, cool. Yeah, great. You don't I, sweat, I, sweat. I'm not confident Matt seems to be, so I'll let him go first, and then I'll guess at the end if he got it wrong. That's very magnanimous of you. Thank you, Dan. I was going to say masala, but it's not. It's madras sauce. Correct. Mm. It's madras sauce. I wouldn't well have got that. I'm, I'm getting all the food ones. That's quite embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Matt, it's your question. Okay. Right. What are the dates that Rimmer wants to borrow Lister's body in the future? Oh, it was, it was either something like two weeks in July or something like that, or... Or the last three weeks in July, or something like something like that. Well, I, I, I might give you half a point, possibly. If someone else can maybe come in, Dan, can you come in with the? Uh, I, I think he did want something like that, and I think he wanted a weekend before Christmas as well. Correct. I'm going to give you half a point each. So last two weeks okay. in July and the weekend before Christmas. Excellent. It's a team effort. This. It's it is. Like it's it's more effort. about the. It's more about the bonding. It's definitely <laughs> bloody something. I can. <laughs> And, uh, Dan, Dan and Matt are really bonding. I'm not sure about Matty. <laughs> Time slides. Dan, who yeah. does Lister marry once he gets in his new timeline? It's that J. Jones woman, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Is it Sabrina J. Jones? There's lots of other names. <laughs> Matty, can you add anything to that? I might give you half a point. It's a, it's a model. Well it's, done. It's a model of some kind. <laughs> yeah, you not get half a point for that. He almost paid attention. <laughs> I know. I'm concentrating. I'm trying to think. I know he's a model. I'm trying to think. I know. I, yeah. You can't speak and read at the same time. <laughs> no, I already can't. God, do you want to finish it off, Matt? <laughs> yes, please. Sabrina Mulholland Jones. That's right. Mulholland. Okay. I think that's got to be another half pointer for the pair of you. It was Lady Sabrina Mulholland Jones. I'm not liking all this technology that people are using to look <laughs> stuff up. She's referred That's to as possible. the J. Jones woman at some point, though, isn't she? Yes, she does, that J. Jones woman. I'll be forced to constantly have sex to that J. Jones woman. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Okay, right, Matty. What game does Cat suggest they should play on deck 14? Oh, is it the fishing oh. game? <laughs> I don't think they specifically needed deck 14 for Junior Angler, so no, it isn't that one. If you, I'll give you another quick shot at it. Um, deck 14. Oh, no, because I remember the, them taking deck that... Deck 14 is irrelevant. It's just me, so like I say, it was definitely that game. Oh, um... No, don't know. Dan? I don't remember with any certainty. I think some some version of polo where they're riding something, but it's a picture in my mind that we never saw, so I don't know. Okay, I'm going to pass that over, Matt. I've, there are two, and I don't know which one it is, so it's, it would be no, either. No, no, you, 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 no, you've got to give me one. You've got to make the choice. Okay, I, I'm going to have to say uni, unicycle polo. You made the, the correct one, choice. Well, yeah, so the other one would be like, was it Jurex Volleyball? Was the other yeah, one I was going to yeah, guess? Volleyball. But it was unicycle polo. Unicycle polo. Uh, even though Dan keeps sort of queuing them up for you, <laughs> I'll <laughs> give you the full point for that one. Well, so, no, yeah. he, should get half, he should get half a point for saying polo. Well, no, I don't feel generous on that one. <laughs> All right, I'm not, I'm not going to argue. Um, I mean, he's in, he's well in the lead now. He's got this sewn up, so there's no point. <laughs> right, okay, I want you to finish the quote for me, Matt. Right. This guy has a wad so thick. Oh, it's um, Ruby Wax. Mm-hmm. Oh, this guy has a wad so thick. I think Matty's just looked it up. No, no, it was just the fact they said this guy has a wad so so thick it's ruby wax. That's what, that's what I heard. <laughs> no, <laughs> she says it. I can't remember. Dan, it's your favourite moment of the episode. Uh, yeah, well, I, I I said I'm on record as saying I think ruby wax is amazing. Um, this <laughs> guy has a wad so thick you could beat whales to death with it. Yeah, correcto, correcto mundo. Okay, last. Day now, this is fresh in your minds, right? Because we've just watched this recently, so um, we should be good on this one. And just for our listeners' benefit, we're recording this before we've discussed the episode. Mm. It's it's important, Dan. What does Lister suggest Silicon Heaven might be? Uh, Is it something to do with being crammed in a lift with Bridget Nielsen? (laughs) Exactly what it is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, Matty. Rimmer worked for the Samaritans. What was it that the wrong number was phoning up for? Was it? In the, was this in the last episode? It was. I do not remember this line. There was a section where you know Rimmer says he worked for the Samaritans and and five people committed suicide that day. Lister wouldn't mind, but one of them was a wrong number. <laughs> he was only phoning up for. Oh, Dan! Dan! Dan knows this Dan. one. Do, oh, check, knows it, it. check it to Dan. I... I don't remember on, that then. line. Or should I give it? Or should yes, I, give it I know, me? I know, I know. Go on, go on, Matt. You, you tell us. He was only phoning up for, for the cricket score. Oh, what I was going to say, don't look at your notes from this episode. I think you just did. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I surely can't comment. That's, that's all right. That for is, those right. listening at home, I'm looking at him on a webcam and he definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Matt, your question, the last one of... I was thinking about giving this... Uh, question to Matty, but I'll commit it to you. Can you name the twins that are talked about in this episode? Ooh. Um, Look at your notes. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't remember. Dan. No, I'm afraid I can't. I didn't write it down anyway, but I can't remember their names. 
Matty, here's your, here's your chance. You're meant McGlory to, to get yourself off one point. <laughs> it ain't happening, mate. So. <laughs> I would say one of them was called Sophie, but I can't remember the last one. Second one. You're close. Sure. It's actually Sarah and Alice. Sarah and Alice. Oh, now, yeah, I know was... Sarah fancied me, but what? I was sure about Alice. <laughs> I can't remember that at all. As long as that line doesn't trigger another one of your confession moments, then it will be fine. <laughs> Excuse me, Daniel. That was quite rude. Well, I mean, my my, my my senile confession moments are, uh, you know, surely a highlight of every episode. I don't know. Do you have an Uncle Frank? <laughs> Unfortunately, not. <laughs> Jolly good. Okay, I'm just touching up these. Uh, um, I'll just touch up Matty's here and that's one. Yay! Um... <laughs> We'll just count down here. Oh, nine and a half. Just touch up uh, Matt's here, and that's five and a half. Now, considering Dan had the first bite of the cherry on most of those, Matt, that's that's not too bad. That's not too bad. Thank you. So well done, Dan, for knowing all that stuff. Um, Thanks. But um, you had a slight advantage. I think my system was flawed there. I will change it for series four. Um, yeah, Matty, try to remember some, some stuff for series four. <laughs> Don't forget to watch season four, Matt. <laughs> Oh, we're supposed to watch them, are we? <laughs> okay, nice. Well, of course, that's the, for the benefit of all our listeners playing along who are testing their own memories, of course. Yeah. Right, moving on. So with that, we'll Indeed. say our, our, our goodbyes, if we may. One so day. it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me. Is it a wuss? Is it a wuss? Is it? No, I wasn't.